and welcome back to my cozy corner of the internet. I'm Maya Star, and you're joining me for a new unscripted video. And as always, I come armed with notes, but nothing too structured to work with. So we'll be meandering through and we'll just see how it goes. Um, I'm hoping I've done something better with the lighting. The lamp behind me is becoming the bane of my existence when setting up these videos, so I have to pile some scarves on it to see if I can balance things out. I think I've got it quite good. Um, you can be the judge of that, but if you're listening on the podcast, you're probably thinking, who cares? And you're quite right, it's not that important, but I've been missing about with it, so if you appreciate it, thanks. Okay, well one of the main things we're going to be looking at today is the Abundance Affinity Attunement course, which is currently, at the time of you seeing this video, on special offer. Um, the Abundance Affinity Attunement is a single attunement course and the attunement is sent using the Orb of Life method which allows you to receive it at your convenience and in the comfort of your own home without the need to make an appointment. Um, and this attunement is quite versatile because it's a modality that allows you to add it to a, your existing practice if you already have a practice for your manifesting work such as keeping a gratitude journal or maintaining a, an abundance and prosperity altar or simply using affirmations or visualization on a regular basis these are all things that you can amplify by using the abundance affinity techniques um, what's actually called the abundance affinity flow in order to enhance and strengthen your practice so that you get results faster and it also brings some clarity because it aligns you with very positive energies so um, if you're pursuing goals or you've set yourself um, targets that are not aligned with your highest good, working regularly with the abundance affinity energy can help you to differentiate the goals that you should be pursuing from those that are just holding you back from pursuing the the ones that are really meant for you, the things that will really progress your path and help you to align more powerfully with your highest spiritual intentions, which can be a challenge at first. It's hard to, like people often will think, I'm, I'm not sure what my calling is. I, I don't know where to put my energy. I don't know where to invest my time. And this will help you to sort out what direction you really want to move in. So that's another reason that I 
really advocate this course because it saves you time in the future. And I wanted to talk about the meditation track that I've composed for the Abundance Affinity Attunement. This one's been quite a lot of fun because obviously the, the energies for this modality are very positive, very upbeat, uplifting, high vibe um, and messing around with different sounds to help express those frequencies was great fun. So what I usually do to get started is include the modality I'm going to be working with musically in my morning sessions for a few days before I'm even intending to start work but this time I ended up starting work early rather than (laughs) rather than taking that three days I think I started work on the first day and uh, and I tend to gather my instruments around me see what I feel called to meditating on the energy and the first thing I do is create the drum beat and that will depend on um, which drum I feel called to I have quite a collection (laughs) and uh, then it's a, a question of determining which key suits this energy and For this one, I chose the key D and that seems to have created a very joyful sound and uh, I added layers of a guitar riff and um, some bells and that that was a little bit of luck as well because I didn't buy those bells, they came to me, they were gifted to me and they are absolutely perfect. It's a sound I've been looking for but haven't been able to find and actually reminds me of some chimes that I used to have hanging by my window when I was a teenager, which are long gone but yeah, these are really, really beautiful chime-like sounds. Reminds me of those um, chime balls, you know, the ones that you rotate around your hand. These bells create such a delicate ring that it sounds almost like those chime balls. So I'm very pleased with that and you may hear that coming through in the uh, meditation when it goes live, probably in the next few days at the time of recording and probably about two weeks ago by the time you're watching this but yeah I'm quite excited about this one and I'm definitely going to be listening to this one a lot myself because um, it's very uplifting and it seems to work very well for my evening dance practice I only do my dance practice on nights where I haven't got um full rituals to complete for other people and like because most of my rituals involve a dance opening um, and some involve dance invocations as well so sometimes I can end up doing hours of dance (laughs) just in my normal work but occasionally a day comes along where there isn't anything scheduled like that and on those days 
I practice my dance rituals in the evening. Sometimes I just work on new choreography for older rituals, ones where I want to refresh it and bring it more up to date. Especially now because I'm working with some different runes um, through my Lemurian work and so that that's adding a new dimension. I'll be interested to see how that unfolds over the coming months but yeah, things are always evolving, changing, improving and uh, yeah, dancing to my own music is quite a sacred ritual for me. It helps me to explore what I'm trying to create for other people. It sort of it allows me to listen to the music in a different way. When I'm creating the music, I'm very tuned into the individual tracks that I put together as I'm trying to mix it just right, get it just right, but when I'm dancing to it, I get to listen to it as a as a whole, and I feel then like I'm hearing it the way other people will hear it. So dancing to my own music is something that feels like a, a very sacred ritual for me, and certainly this track is one that I think I'll be using in my rituals for quite a while. And um, Sorry, I seem to have just been whispering on without even covering what we're going to be covering today. But that, I have left it really vague this time. Um, and the questions that I've got, I didn't have any, again, it was another case where I didn't have any questions on this specific energy healing course. So what I did was just take those, a few questions that are related to it, although not specifically about it, Questions where in the course of answering the question, I'm likely to have mentioned the course or I did mention the course. But I'll get to those at the end. So let's think what else. What else do I want to cover? Oh yeah, more. I got more good feedback on these videos. So thank you. I'm really glad you're enjoying them. I'm quite enjoying making them. Like I said, it's really nostalgic, remembering the old Whispering Witch days. Welcome back to my cosy corner of the... I'm not whispering for these videos, but it certainly has the same vibe. And that brings me to something I did want to discuss. Back in the Whispering Witch days, I did get some criticism about my tendency to toxic positivity so I thought I might take this opportunity to talk about toxic positivity and especially when I'm working with these energies that are to support your manifesting work and you know when you're when you're trying to align with the law of attraction and you're really trying to improve your life it does sometimes feel like a bit of a battle at first as you notice that your conscious mind likes to chuck out a lot of uh, self-criticism and judgment and you may find that every time you think, right, well, I hope and intend that this is what happens next. I hope the future that I'm 
working towards and I'm blah 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 whatever you know whatever it is and then your mind pipes up you'll never do it you never stick things out Uh, and it's not necessarily your own voice sometimes it's the voice of your friends and family or or just uh, the general consensus the general narrative that is informing your inner dialogue and so I don't see toxic positivity or positivity in general optimism I don't see it as a negative but it it is something that definitely doesn't fit the universal narrative of um, being a victim we we do have a tendency to elevate victimhood and there are certain people who glory in their weaknesses and challenges in a way that allows them to sort of invest their sense of self in limitations and lack I think it's very unhelpful and when I and I'm speaking from a position of somebody who is registered disabled and faces serious challenges often I'm not going to glory in them I'm not going to focus on them if I did that I'd never do it I'd never achieve anything if you have these limitations they're with you all the time you don't need to reiterate that fact you need to learn to work with it or work around it and that kind of thing so again in those circumstances you you people claim that positivity is toxic well I, I would claim that a lack of it is more toxic you know it can really hold people back if they're focused always on the glass half empty how is that more realistic than focusing on a glass half full like you could say the glass isn't always half empty you don't always have to look at it that way and you don't always have to look at it as half full you don't always have to do it that way and that's fine but it it depends if focusing on the glass half empty makes you happy do it but if it makes you feel a little bit below par a little bit sad a little bit focused on what you can't do rather than what you can perhaps it would serve you better to change the way you think and you could say well that's a bit toxic isn't it it's like brainwashing yourself but do you not think that brainwashing yourself with pessimism and negativity is also brainwashing it's you know you're confronted with negative headlines and things every day do you not find that toxic does that not bring you down like and a lot of the time that's something that I notice when I have a flick through the news early in the morning half the time the headlines are not even true they're just sensationalist and they're trying to make it seem like things are a lot worse than they are because I suppose misery loves company as they say I don't love misery though I don't really love company I'm a bit of a recluse but <laughs> which is probably why I can manage my uh, 
my positivity and optimism because I don't accept other people's limitations as my own but I certainly hear a lot of their limitations there you know there's a people around you always ready to argue for their limitations and weaknesses and make judgments on other people that's one way to live and it's not the way I choose to live and if you find that living that way isn't nourishing your soul it's probably best to make a note of the people around you and whether they are supporting you or holding you back and if they are holding you back think about ways you can protect yourself from that think about ways you can just not take on their limitations even as you go through negative experiences yourself it's okay to try to maintain your positivity even when things are not going that well there's usually a good side to it like things that can really cause you stress sometimes you could just say well it's teaching me how to deal with the stress it's a it's a crappy situation but the next time something like this happens I'm going to be better aware of it and I'll be better able to cope with it and I'll have some strategies in place so all is not lost you know it's a challenge it, it's not the end as a, and as long as I keep going why not be positive about it yeah so that that's my opinion on the the toxic positivity thing do I think I'm toxically positive no but do I think it's possible for the content that I put out with my daily readings that I do, you know, the where I really put positive spin on it, even on the challenging cards, I'm trying to put a positive spin and include the um, affirmations so that, you, you know, you can tune into those positive, go get them, achieve believe you you know I'm trying to communicate those positive energies to people but not with the idea that I'm trying to brainwash them or facilitate their brainwashing of themselves but to inspire them to start off their day with a good thought may prevent them feeling disheartened later in the day or hopefully it will just you know take the edge off if you're going through a difficult time is it possible for someone to read my work and interpret it in a toxic way? For example, using my affirmations and energy healing courses and spells to run away from their problems and not step up and learn something new when the universe is guiding them to? Yeah, you could do that. You could do that, but you could equally do that just by reading the news headlines. Make you think, well, there's no point to anything. If you want to cultivate um, a dangerous level of nihilism and cynicism, just, you know, you could go and fill up on the toxic negativity that's put out all over social media every single day. 
Now that was all a bit meandering, but I hope it made some sense. And if, if you are concerned that you may be a bit too positive for your own good, and you would like to to stop, oh, such burden being positive. No, it is if you're around people who make demands that you need to be positive about everything all the time. That's not what I'm doing here. That's not what I'm doing here. I'm just trying to, you know, when people used to read their horoscopes in the newspaper and they would use their horoscope to inform their day just a tiny little bit. If it said something good was going to happen, you'd be on the lookout for something good. That's what I'm trying to put out. Something, it's more of a, think of it as my fortune cookies. So, yeah. I'm putting out your fortune cookies every morning. And if you want a dose of positivity, that's that's what you can do. Just follow my social media and get your little daily dose. And the hope is that it will counter your daily dose of negativity, which I don't have anything to do with. And <laughs> I try to avoid putting that rubbish out into the world had to pause there so that I didn't say something regrettable I don't know if that's a thing because I think you can actually swear on social media it's just that I, I don't I don't okay so I wanted to cover the uh, toxic positivity I didn't have anything else special that I wanted to cover um, so now we're going to move on to the questions and let's see what we've oh hang on i did have something more i wanted to mention um the energy healing articles there are quite a few that are recommended for those who want to connect with the abundance current that we're currently uh, working with and amplifying in our lives so I've got a little list here of some of the some of the previous articles I've put out that you might want to listen to at this time to just get a little bit more information, a little bit more inspiration and align more powerfully with those energies. Of course, if you are attuned to the Abundance Affinity course, the meditation tracks and the ambient versions of those tracks will be much more powerful for you. Um, and it adds another dimension that you can add to your um, practice. So you might want to listen to the meditations when you're doing your gratitude journaling or affirmations and that sort of thing but also there's these articles that might inspire you further and have some ideas for things you can try out okay and you can find these on the youtube channel or the podcast so ju just search for the titles they'll come up there's Manifesting Made Easy, Gratitude, Spiritual Awakening and the Sacred Symbol of the Lotus, The Great Goddess Kuan Yin 
enlightenment, compassion and healing. Your abundance and prosperity alter inspiration, innovation and ideas and developing an affinity for abundance, a law of attraction article. So those are all previous releases that you can find on this channel and which will help you to align more powerfully with the abundance, affinity, attunement, energy. It was channeled through the goddess Kuan Yin, which is which is why I feel like um, connecting with lotus energy it would be a, a powerful way to, well, it's just another dimension you can bring to the mix. Explore the symbolism of the lotus and see if that resonates with you. And now we're coming to the questions that are related to the subjects of this video. And the first question is, which energy healing courses can help me in my manifesting? Now, I'm going to cheat a bit by visiting my own website and I will mention that on the top of each page on the right hand side if you're on the if you're on a computer like a main computer or in the drop down menu if you're on a mobile you will find the abundance and prosperity course category menu I put all the courses that are related to that subject on that menu um, so we've got the abundance affinity attunement at the top <laughs> Archangel Uriel's prosperity and progress activation attraction Reiki full abundance attunement Lakshmi golden good fortune activation that's a beautiful energy the manifestation guidance program and if you go to the bottom of the menu, you'll find the Abundance and Prosperity Energy Healer Package, which includes Abundance Affinity Attunement, Lakshmi's Golden Good Fortune Activation, Attraction Reiki, Archangel Uriel's Prosperity and Progress Activation, and reflects a, a saving of £60 on the individual fees if you take that package so that there are a number of options that you can take but if I were to recommend a single course if you just wanted to start with a single course I would say the abundance affinity attunement Lakshmi's golden good fortune or the attraction Reiki course would be those I consider the most powerful for somebody who's just starting out with energy work and is looking for ways to to enhance their existing practice so the these are courses where i feel that if you already have um something that you're doing 
these will combine well with what you're already doing and will enhance the effects that you get. They will amplify your results, speeding things up, helping you to align more closely with those high frequency energies and put your own spin on things like using other people's affirmations. I, I think sometimes people need to uh, adjust them to their own language so that they speak to them and the same goes with energy healing practices I feel like what works best are those systems that allow that allow you to experiment more and and use your own methods like perhaps you have a daily meditation ritual in, and in that case you could easily use one of the energy healing techniques to allow you to focus that morning session on a particular goal. Um, so it's like any, any systems that allow you to bring your practice into your daily routine are the ones that you're going to use more often and the ones that you use the most often are going to be the ones that are the most powerful for you. So those would be my recommendations and if you want the more comprehensive package the abundance and prosperity energy healer package that's on the course categories menu so there you go and now let me find my next question right this one wasn't related to abundance affinity but it was related to an abundance related energy healing modality and the person asks can I send healing transmissions to my friends and family with this system well the the, the um, system they were working with, with was the full abundance attunement but the same will apply to the abundance affinity attunement and the answer is yes you can you can like any of the systems that I teach, you can share those energies with other people. But the one thing I would say is make sure the other people are receptive to those energies because not everybody is. And it's not okay to um, send energy healing to people without their permission. Um, you, you do need their permission to do that because everybody has free will and if you make a decision for somebody that they require healing and they're not open to it then you may meet some sort of negative resistance from as your energy comes up against theirs you may get a bit of a it may sort of come back on you in a, a in a negative way so definitely don't do it without their consent or if you whenever you send energy to them um, stipulate that it is only if they are happy to receive it if it's in accordance with their highest spiritual good and is aligned with their free will so never force energy on another person never force healing on another person you are not in a position to decide what's better for other people 
you are not an authority. So always bear that in mind. <laughs> but assuming that they are receptive to the energy uh, or that they've asked you to send it to them, then yes, you can. And there are lots of ways to do that and you're, you're bound to come up with your own. But I would say that the techniques described in the Abundance Affinity Attunement course are a good way to do that. Um, and also, if you've taken the Orb of Life course, that's another good way of sending energy to other people. Um, of course, they ha will have to call it in. So, you you know, they, they do have to play their part. As I say, you can't force healing energy onto other people, but that allows you to create a... Um, sort of time capsule for the energy so that they can receive it at the times that suits them best and I use the orb of life regularly in my practice and even for some kinds of spells where or rituals healing rituals where I'm creating an energy transmission or sending energy during a spell to the recipient the um Orb of Life is the method that I use to do that. So I find that a very powerful tool and that's a good addition no matter what your energy healing practices are. If you want to regularly send energy to other people, to situations or to animals, because like some animals don't like to be touched, I find sending um, Orb of Life energy to animals is a powerful way of doing it. I, I tend to visualize those as being sort of like a, an energetic aura that can surround them um, so that they can draw the energy in if they want it and if they don't then it will just fly away on the breeze sort of thing. So again even with animals, I wouldn't force healing, never ever force healing. It's not a good thing to do. And it will, it could create a sort of backlash on an energetic level. And best not to do that. Right, so we've covered that. Yes, you can send abundance energies to other people, but just do make sure that they are receptive to them, they know what you're doing and they're happy with that. And our final question for today. Hey, this one's from somebody, I'm not going to go into the details, but they had been uh, rather poorly for a, a long period of time, going through some tough times with their health. And during that, they had felt their their energy was depleted and it had negatively affected their business. So their question was, how can I remedy a build-up of negative energy from ill health? What I would say to this is any kind of energy work will start to get that energy moving. If you've been if your energy's been very depleted for a long time, 
Now, if you think about it this way, when your energy is healthy and flowing throughout your whole system, negative energy can't really take root. I mean, you will experience negative energy from time to time, but it's not going to hang around. But if you've been ill, say you've been bedridden for a, a period of time and during that time you you haven't been able to focus on anything really because you've just not been well enough and you haven't been able to um, use energy healing techniques or look after yourself the way that you usually would negative energies could create a kind of uh, residue in your system that's not naturally being cleared away because your life force isn't circulating as efficiently as usual. And so this isn't something that will happen suddenly, like you get a cold and then within a few days your energy's all jacked up. This is something that would, it can happen if somebody has a long period of illness or if they're dealing with a negative situation, perhaps a, a negative living arrangement or um, a job that really takes their energy. It's just, it's not to do specifically with being ill, it's more to do with being in a situation where your energy is really depleted and not flowing freely, so it's not completing its usual detox of your whole system and a bit of residue builds up and you don't feel right you just feel a bit off and the problem with that is obviously if there's negative energy within your aura you may attract it from other people or inspire it in other people and in yourself like keep repeating similar patterns like it's hard to think of a good example for this but like supposing you had a big argument with somebody and your energy was really low so the uh, it didn't clear out of your energy field the uh, effects of that didn't clear from your energy field the way they usually would and because the, there was a residual energetic signature within your energy field the next time you spoke at spoke to them you felt the same feelings and you you felt antagonistic towards them and because you were feeling that way even if you were holding it back to an extent but they were picking up on your energy it might inspire them to be a bit more a bit more negative with you so it's a very subtle effect but it can have quite serious consequences so for, for dealing with that it doesn't have to be positive energies it doesn't have to be like the abundance affinity or although the person was inquiring about that because they they were actually looking at the option for the luring moon magical intensive which is a, a ritual I perform for people that is a 30-day ritual and brings in positive energies changes things around when, when if you're in this sort of situation in their situation it was an excellent option for them to take but in order to support that they also wanted to take a course 
that they could use every day during the luring moon abundance alignment. So the abundance affinity attunement was one of my recommendations, but any energy healing modality that will get your energy moving and increase the flow of life force is going to be helpful in that situation. So not just abundance affinity. If I were recommending an energy healing modality for somebody in that situation who wasn't particularly looking at the uh, luring moon abundance alignment one, if they were just looking for a course in order to get their energy moving and restore their vitality, I would say Kundalini Reiki, Usui Reiki, the Chakra Healing Attunements, Archangel Raphael's Healing Matrix would be another good one, and and the Violet Flame Attunement actually would be a very good one. That's a good energy for transforming negative energy into positive energy very often it's just clearing away the residue from a negative experience to prevent those same energetic signatures from being amplified in the in your next experience of life so just helping you to maintain your energy and i think that's everything that we've got to discuss today. That brings us to the end of yet another Maya Star unscripted video. And I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's been helpful. And I hope you found these words inspirational. If you want to learn more about what I do, I teach energy healing courses. I provide spells for people and healing rituals. And you can find everything on my website at myastar.net where you can also join the mailing list um, to stay up to date on all my latest offerings. And I hope I'll see you again here next week. And in the meantime, I wish you peace, prosperity and progress in all you do. With blessings.